Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast, your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by WaitingForNextYear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at DairySpeaks and Todd at TDGuardiansKU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians cast is on the air. Unfortunately, Dairy Brothers Guardians cast here at WaitingForNextYear.com and the Evergreen Podcast Network is back, but with a season finale episode, it is Matt and Todd on a Wednesday, kind of a dark and dreary Wednesday, October the 19th, as the Guardians uh, had a 2-1 series lead over the Yankees in the ALDS, of course, a fall in Game 5 yesterday. Todd is uh, par- at parts unknown uh, as we ra- recap and wrap it up. It's kind of like the old... It's kind of like the old uh, WWF, parts unknown, weight unknown. That's right. Yeah, when they would do the introductions. You're right about that. I, I, I remember what for years SD Jones, they used to say parts unknown. It was like, why? You know, ultimate warrior. But, uh, Todd, I, I don't know really know what where to start and what, what to say. I, I'm bummed out. Uh, there's been a lot of social media posts about great season and Hey, they should be so proud. Uh, I I don't disagree with any of that, but I'm not going to sit here and pat ourselves on the back because the the goal has always been for me to get one. I just want to I want a ring. I want a championship, and that didn't happen. They were close, and they showed their age yesterday. They they looked like the youngest team in baseball. They looked like the 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 scene was too big for them, and uh, it's it's a bummer, man. It's a true bummer. Here's what, here, I'll say this. Um, I'm going to go the other way. I didn't think they were going to win the World Series. Did I want them to beat the Yankees? Of course. Did I think they should have won that series? Yes. But if you told me at the beginning of April that you were going to sign me up for a division title, winning a round, and taking the Yankees to five, I'm signing up for that all day. We are two years ahead of schedule. Our best prospects aren't even here. And, yeah, there's a, definitely a lot we can talk about and break down in, in the series and Tito's in-game managing and whatnot. But I'm proud of this group. I love them so much. They played in such a, a, a fun style of, of baseball. I just – I really enjoyed it. And I'm not that bummed out. Yes, I'm bummed out. I wanted them to win. But, like, I felt way worse in 17 when they were the best in baseball and choked. You know, I felt a lot worse in uh, uh, 19 when they played. Was it 19 when they lost? 18 when they lost to Houston? 18. In three games. Yeah, I felt way worse that one, too. I, I'm, I'm thrilled about the direction of the franchise, the organization. What they do from here is going to be subject to debate. But I love this group. I'm not pissed. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I mean, and we're brought to you by the Center for Advanced Dentistry and also Breaking Tea T-shirts at breakingtea.com slash dairy. I, I'm, maybe the wound is too is too fresh for me. Maybe the blood's still seeping out of it. That, that That's that's why I feel this way. Um, yeah, you can't deny that this was not such a fun group. It's a great group. Straw said it after the game yesterday. They're all best friends. Hedges said it after the game yesterday. Can't wait to see what this team's going to do next year. And I'm and I for one am rooting for Austin Hedges to come back, maybe in a backup role, or whatever. But um, <clears throat> I mean, it just yesterday was excruciating again. 
Uh, I had somebody text me the other day and say, oh, you know, you guys have, I got faith. And I, and, and, and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, what, why are you so down? And I'm like, I'm not down. It's just, I've been down this road zillions of times before. And that's, you know, those innings seven, six through nine yesterday were excruciating. And it was the same feeling I had in my stomach. What watching game seven of the Red Sox series in 07, just it's that same feeling, and it just keeps you down. And I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. This is this is true. This is how I feel. You know, sucks. It sucks. That Yankee team's not that good. They're not. No, you're right. You look at that line, that bottom of that Yankees lineup, and it's it's no better than the bottom of our lineup. The difference in this series, you know, the Guardians out hit the Yankees pretty badly. The difference is they hit a few more balls over the wall than we did, and. Their big guys showed up when they needed them to, and ours didn't for the most part. I mean, I love Andres, and I love Jose, but really, aside from game two, what did they really do? Um, you know, I'm not going to point fingers on and I, I do want to talk about the Naylor rocking the baby and, and the Yankees' two-year-old reaction to that and their annoying fans' reaction to that, but... I, again, I just come back to the fact that I thought we were going to – I picked us to win 75 games, and they won the division and won a playoff series. But you're right about yesterday. Once they were down 3 nothing in the first, it was very reminiscent to me of the 2013 single-game elimination wild card against Tampa where the, term, the phrase I used to describe that game was the slow death march. Yesterday was the slow death march. I knew that game was over in the first game when Ahmed bunted. That's when I knew the game was over, and that was before. God, that was that, that was so stupid. Like, what are you doing? <clears throat> Just so dumb. Has he, has he even laid? Has he even laid down a bunch all year on that? The guy swings at everything. Now he's bunting. Like, what the fuck was that? So bad. And, and, and you know, I just the the, the 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 team for the most part caught the baseball. I thought they played pretty well. But like you said, I mean, you're going into an elimination game at Yankee Stadium and your number six hitter wasn't on the team two weeks ago. Like, I'm a Gabe Arias fan, but he's hitting six? That's not good. You're going to watch the next round and you're going to go, look, and, and look who the Astros hit sixth. Or watch the Phillies and what they do. <clears throat> or even San Diego's lineup. And I, I'm just saying that they're, they're, looking ahead... Our, our, our number six hitter should be Josh Naylor. It should not be Gabe Arias. And that, that is where the minority ownership and everything coming into play next year and maybe some more money being pumped in, this team is going to have to add a middle-of-the-order bat. That way you slide everybody down maybe a slot. This team did wonders this year. They did great. They did. I'm not poo-pooing it. The development is unbelievable, and our player development is second to none. But <laughs> you look at the lineup yesterday and you go, you know, it's like we're we're bitching about Savali, we're bitching about Bieber, we're bitching about Tito, but it's like we're not going to score. Nestor Cortez is really good. We got hosed on the brain out, just like in 2016 to an extent. But you know that their guy pitched well and our guy didn't, and we didn't hit. Well, it to me it comes down to if you want if you want to pick on anything yesterday. All right, you want to say that Tito should have gone with Bieber on three days rest. You got an argument. I get it. They went with their guy in three days rest. Why didn't we? Number one, he's coming off a shoulder surgery a year ago. Number two, this was always going to be a bullpen game. And the way things were supposed to work was to our advantage. That game five was going to be Jamison tie on for them. Couldn't use 
Clay Holmes, couldn't use Garrett Cole, couldn't use Wandy Peralta because he wouldn't be pitching four days in a row. And the rain out screwed us. But when you score one run, you're not going to win. And that's what it comes down to. I don't want to hear about, well, Tito fucked us because he didn't start fever. The offense fucked you by not scoring against the guy pitching on three days rest. That's that. That's what it comes down to for me. And you're right. I love Gabe Arias. Guy shouldn't be hitting sixth in a playoff game. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, I love Will Brennan. Again, those were essentially your DH or a first base spot. Was that because you know with the Naylor injury, you're still one bat short. And I do believe with all of the guys they have in this organization and. George Valera on the come and Rokio on the come. We, we are setting ourselves up for, for something really big. And I really think a major move is going to happen. And they are going to get that one more back. Perfect world, you have a real right-handed first baseman to pair with Naylor. And you rotate that into that DH spot. And Naylor can't hit lefty. So, you you know, we need that right-handed power bat, baby. Your favorite. Let's go. I'm, I'm you know, down. You know what we need? You know, you know what we need? We needed what Franmil Reyes was supposed to be. That's what we need. Oh, no, that was a huge disappointment. We've been through that on this show ad nauseum, but you're right. And look, I'm not saying that this organization is going to open up the coffers for Carlos Correa. All right? It's probably unlikely. But that's exactly what they need uh, is that middle-of-the-order bat, that stud. Uh, the Phillies went out and spent money on Bryce Harper, Castellanos, and Schwarber. The Padres spent money on Juan Soto and Machado. The Yankees spent money on Stanton, and uh, and we know what kind of money they spent on Garrett Cole. We 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 did spend money on Jose, and it was awesome, and the hometown discount and everything else was great. But the, the, doing it like this, unfortunately, the game is flawed, and the, and the system is screwy, and and uh, it was more of an anomaly that we got this far. And I love our player development. And playing the kids was the right move, and Tito did a great job with that. But they've got to add a big bat in the middle of that lineup, whether it's via trade, using some of the guys off the 40-man, Mr. 40-man, or signing somebody. It has to happen. It has to happen. No, you're right. And you know what? I saw, I, I saw a ton of these obnoxious Yankee fans acting like douchebags in the stands and whatever. You know, congratulations. You beat a... Uh, you needed five games to beat a team that where your payroll is $200 million more than them. You should be real proud. I mean, give me a break. I think the Astros are going to smoke them. I really do. Uh, but this isn't, this isn't about them. Uh, this is about us. And uh, I really think that, again, we're setting ourselves up for, for something really big. And even Tito said after the game, yes, I'm disappointed, but this is the jumping off point. We got a lot going on, and we are just going to get better and better. All the core guys are locked in from the future. You know, you look up and you look at a guy like Cody Morris and how well he pitched in the game the other night, and he's got a bright future at the back end of the rotation. You know, you, you got so you know, Oscar Gonzalez and you know the, becoming a household name in the city. You know, the, Andre Jimenez having an All Star season. There's just so much to like, but but yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, you want to talk about the series and, and who you liked and who you didn't and what you decisions were made or were not made and get into that i can i'm down for it but you know just overall i'm still very very proud of this group and i am taking away nothing but positives from this i am not going to dwell on what tito did in a game or did not do in a game i'd rather talk about how great he was in that clubhouse and the development that he was a part of with these young kids because i don't think any manager 
in this new era of the GM basically putting all the chess pieces together. I don't, I don't think there's another manager that could have done the job that he did with this team. No, he did a great job, and he he should be questioned for yesterday. I don't think there's any question about it, and I know Bob Raceman in the New York Post kind of ripped on Costas and Darling for kind of letting Tito off the hook yesterday because it was 3 nothing. Here's Aaron Savali. I mean, you feel sorry for the guy, but in reality, I mean, he no-showed and, you know, was was wild and maybe wasn't ready, and, and you could have that debate and have that argument. But again, like you said, Todd, even if Shane Bieber comes out and pitches well and, let's say, goes five or five and a third and only allows two runs, it's still a two-to-one game. <laughs> we only scored one run. I mean, we had the bases loaded early in the game and, and one out for our three, four, and five hitters. And Jose Ramirez... Uh, hits a sack fly, uh, you know, was not a was not a base hit, didn't deliver like Stanton did for them, and then uh, Oscar flew out. So those opportunities were missed the last two games. You score three runs over the last two games. This is one thing to score three runs in two games against the Rays. It's the Rays. This was the Yankees having to go into the Bronx, having to change hotels and all this crap that went on. It didn't help. And a young team, like I said before, kind of looked like a young team yesterday. You're right. They're gritty as hell. I'm proud of them. They're not going anywhere. This team is going to be a force to be reckoned with. But they've got to add. They got to add another bat. And uh, they, there's questions certainly about Bieber. Do you want to extend him? Do you pay him? I would. I think he's he he was so good this year. Um, but uh, no, I, I'm with you on the positives. It just sucks. I just I just want to be playing tonight. I I, I wanted a, a piece of Verlander. I wanted a shot. And uh, you know I can't I, I can't hop on social media and look at Astros Yankees tweets tonight. Nobody nobody wants to see that again. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. Oh, what is that? Is that, uh, is, that uh, is that is that some famous clock behind you? Is that the clock tower? I tried to get. I was actually trying to get away from that so you wouldn't hear it because it started to go off. But uh, yeah, are you like on Back to the Future? There's save the clock tower. There's no way I could watch that series. By the way, I can't stand either. No, I'm I'm done. I'm done with baseball. I'm not yeah. watching. You think I care about Padres and Phillies? I'm done. No, no, but. Just one more thing on the offense. I know we were talking, you know, it was great. We had so many great moments in this playoffs, and it was a wonderful ride. They scored 17 runs in seven games. Yeah. And, and, and one of those seven games was 15 innings. So, really, you scored 17 runs in all, you know, in eight games, and that's just, that's not good enough. That is not good enough. As great as the pitching was, and like you said, Maybe Bieber goes three innings or, or whatever. Maybe if Tito could have gone 
Cody Morris as the opener or even started Stefan as the opener. And look at how good Stefan was yesterday. I mean, yeah, sure. Those are all hindsight moves with the pitcher. But when you don't score, you don't win. And the offense let them down. It's that simple. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what more can be said about this series other than, you know, you want to talk about, uh, you know, how wonderful the atmosphere was at game three and the great comeback and how sick that was. I mean, that was just, that was playoff baseball at its best. That was Cleveland fans at their best. And I love that the city really did embrace this team over the last month, finally, because they deserve your attention and they deserve yeah, they your do. respect. Yeah, they do. Stop giving, stop wasting time with Jailbird Jimmy yeah, and here, his here we clown go. show in Berea. Here we go. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. Don't waste your time on that garbage. That team doesn't love you back. The Guardians just want to love you, man. Give it back. Give it to them. I hope they sold some tickets for next year. I do. And, look, the Yankee fans were all over Josh Naylor yesterday. I thought he had a great response after the game yesterday when he said he loved it. And he's like, that was sick when they were yelling, who's your daddy at me? And maybe he took it too far the other the other night, still losing 3-2 to two when he was rocking the baby and kind of was looking at Garrett Cole a little bit. Maybe it was over the top, but he's been doing that all year. But, again, national people don't know. You know, Justin Verlander's little brother, if his last name was Smith, he'd be my barista. He's on Twitter talking about, oh, this was terrible. What is this guy doing? It's like, do you watch the Guardians all year? You're supposed to be a national expert. You know, it's like people just don't know. And hopefully now we've made a little bit of a name for ourselves. Guys like Naylor, Quan, and others get better. Look, Josh had a bad playoffs. Jimenez really struggled in the postseason. Um, you know, there were a hand, there were a bunch of guys that really Jose, didn't hit. Jose wasn't, Jose wasn't that great either. I no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Other than game one of the Tampa series, you're right. So, um, look, Yankees are a good team. No one's taking away with that, but that's not a classic murders row Yankee team. And But Garrett Cole stepped up in game four. He was really good. Their bullpen was good. You know, we said at the start of the series, man, we got a huge advantage in the bullpen. Eh, their bullpen was pretty – I mean, some of those, Loisaga and, and Holmes – Peralta was sick in that series. He was really good. Other than us getting lucky with the Clark Schmidt move, their bullpen was pretty good. And that's a little bit of an indictment on our offense, too, unfortunately. Absolutely, but it also didn't help when they got the extra day off when that team badly was struggling and they wouldn't have been able to use their top guys uh, in a game five. But again, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm just so proud of this team. They never quit. Uh you know, game three, the atmosphere, you know, just, just the way this group loved each other and rode for each other and, like, yeah. I mean, let's go. Let's talk about the Naylor thing real quick. It was definitely over the top. But, like you said, he's been doing it all year. But that's him, you know? And it's wonderful, and I love it. The fact that Glaber Torres was mouthing off after the game, saying how disrespectful it was – Oh, shut your fucking mouth. It's disrespectful. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what's disrespectful, Glaber? That you play in a sport where your franchise is allowed to spend $200 million more on the team than, than, than we do. I mean, give me a break. Well, they're, 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 their fans in April were throwing things at our outfielders, and so <laughs> I, hope right. you, I hope he spoke up in April and said the same thing. I'm sure he didn't. And you know what? Magic, magically, that was never mentioned at all. Except, you know, so so... I don't know. I, 
I'll never like the Yankees. You know, their their fans are the worst. I wish we would have won. We didn't. Uh, you know, the Naylor thing didn't bother me at all. I love the passion, and I love that all of his all the guys stuck up for him in the end. And like you said, <clears throat> the fact that he came out after and was like, "Man, I love that they were booing me. I loved it. It was so sick." He said, "It was so sick to be a part of that atmosphere." I mean, that just tells you all you need to know. Yeah. One guy said how great it was, and one guy was acting like a bitch, even though his team won. Well, I mean, you know, nobody wanted us to be there. Everybody was rooting for this to happen, Yankees and Astros, and that's going to happen. And, oh, yeah. And you know, you know what? You're, speaking of that, who cares? totally right. I, I don't care either, but the amount of national writers, that piece that Heyman wrote about, Oh, MLB really means... He's an an embarrassment, but he's an embarrassment. He's he's probably got a Don Mattingly rookie card in his back pocket. He's a loser. He is. He's not a a nice person. Do you think if he takes uh, selfies like, uh, you know, at every game like Rich Eisen? (laughs) (laughs) Like Rich Eisen at the big house? I mean, it's it is what it is. You know, it 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 gets bothersome. But what we have to do as an organization is get better and continue to get better and build off of this, and then go in there next year and 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 beat them. That's the bottom line because they they seem to be in the playoffs every year. They've now knocked us out. Uh, you know, the last few times we've played them, going back to the the Luplo Lawizaga game, and of course. Uh, like you said, the the the, the twenty seven seventeen series, the go, the on Gomes walk off series. So, hey, improve, keep getting better. I love the direction they're going. I'm I'm with you. It just, you know, we grind through a whole season and then to sit through that last night just was it was killing me. It was killing me. Let me let me ask you a question because I saw this a ton on Twitter last night and I, I mean, luckily I did see also a lot of positive stuff towards the after the game was over, but. During the game, it was so much doom and gloom, and uh, we're you know 0 and 9 in the you know games where they could get eliminated, and and why can't Tito finish series? And every one of these seasons is different. There's one player on the team right now who was on the 2016 World Series uh, a group, and that was Jose. You know, the 2017 group is pretty much. You know, totally different, the one that gagged against the Yankees. All of these teams are totally different. You can't put anything on this year's group from the years past. It's comparing that shit is stupid. You want to compare which loss felt worse? I get that. Yeah, yeah, it's how you feel. Yes, it's the feeling. that That's my point. It's the feeling in my stomach. It's the feeling of not finishing that has been a franchise, unfortunately, in my lifetime of 49 years. It's just been a franchise uh, uh, fixture. That's just how it's been. I mean, you're right. Tito has nothing to do with 97. Tito has nothing to do with 07, except that he was in the other dugout. (laughs) Also, like, for the Red Sox. So I agree with you on that. That's just the feeling. But people bitching and whatever. We we, we take Twitter away. We take too much out of Twitter. We take way too much. I mean, you know. It's not real life. It's just a space for everyone to yell. and, And it's great. You listen, it's wonderful. We have, I've made so many wonderful Twitter acquaintances that I have back and forth with. And, you know, we had so many positive comments towards us about can't wait for the pod. And, you know, thank you for, you know, I, I can't say how many people reached out to, 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 to us in the last, you know, since the game's over and saying, you know, I, I saw one that said, the thing I'm most bummed out about is I won't be able to hear you guys 
you know, after one more episode for a while, and you really helped get me through the season, and we learned so much, and you know, I love that stuff. So, and I'll miss doing this every week with you. But uh, hey, it is what it is. Again, I just come back to the beginning of the year. You and I did not think we would be doing a podcast on October nineteenth. No way. And here we and here we are, and we're lamenting another October loss. And I know we set we set it in sixteen. It's so hard to get back to the playoffs every year, no matter what. How good you think you're going to be? It's so hard to get back. Major League Baseball is a marathon, a true marathon, not a sprint. And you know, I'm just so proud of these this group. And you know, it, we just got to see if they capitalize and get that new influx uh, influx of, of uh, minority owner cash. And I really have faith in Antonetti and Chernoff that they are going to add and spend. When the you know now that the time is right, they will do it just like they did after sixteen. I really think something big is going to happen. I hope so, and I think that uh, there's some upgrades that need to occur. But they have done a fantastic job. Uh, other teams want these people. People have interviewed Chris Antonetti. People have interviewed Mike Chernoff. People have you know, I mean Terry Francona has said, "I'm not talking other teams. This is where I want to be." And some of our guys, Carter Hawkins, Ross Atkins, guys like that, have left the organization to go run other teams. Derek Falvey, that that so we have. There's a tree there, a real one, and that's awesome. It is, and it is a fun team. And this was a great group, great group to watch. It was an, it was a pleasure. Doesn't mean I'm less bummed out right now and uh, and all that, but I think uh, the future is bright. But maybe next week, Todd, when you're back, we'll. We'll kind of dive into the roster and do another show and keep doing as many as we can. I mean, if the audience wants it, then we got to deliver. Uh, I'm not going to sit here right now and, and go through if Ahmed Rosario is going to be back or which prospects we're going to trade if we make a deal. We thought we were making a deal this offseason, and they didn't, and we we, we, we were pissed. <laughs> you and I both, and a lot of the fan base was like, we're going into the season with this roster? And lo and behold... Uh, the, the guys that they picked up, the two people they really picked up, Luke Maley, who had our last hit yesterday, and Aniel De Los Santos, who turned out to be a DLS, hang, or turned out to be pretty good. Yeah, they, they're they so good at, at, at finding those relievers. It's, it's really unbelievable. And, and you know, that, that pen is going to be together again next year. It's going to be the same group, and hopefully with a year more experience under their belt. And I think another thing that can't be undersold here is that they got two playoff series, including a five-gamer with the mighty Yankees under their belt. Young guys like Tristan McKenzie got to pitch meaningful games in October, and these bullpen guys, Trevor Stephan, Sam Hedges, 99. You know, these guys got that experience, and that is so important moving forward in years I mean, you you see it a lot in the nba uh in particular it's kind of like you know you, you climb up that ladder and right you yeah it, you got it you got it yeah through. you got to lose first before I, you win i really think this is one of those situations where we're going to see this was step one in a major climb for a nice long window of opportunity so you know again we'll get it like you said we'll get into the roster stuff you know who should stay who should go um there were definitely some telling things in the series i mean you, you need a better bench. I mean, he had he had Will Benson, Bo Naylor uh, on the bench who were un you know never he clearly played. had never played in Bo and he had in, and yeah Benson had one at bats and clearly wasn't a usable player. Uh, Owen Miller became completely unusable. Um, 
So there, there are places where they can get better, uh, and they will. They will. I really, I, I have faith. But uh, we could have used another bat or two for sure. Um, you know, you kept three catchers, and then you, you let Luke Maley hit as many times as he did, or you know, whatever it might be. Let Miles Straw continue to hit. Although by by this October, I didn't care about Straw getting pinch hit for or not. It didn't matter to me because the bench options weren't any better. No, they weren't. Send Will Benson up there. What's he going to do? No. Uh, you know, listen, Will Benson, nice kid, but like, you know, he had a great Triple A season. He barely touched the ball when he came up to the majors. Right, there'll be good competition next year for bench spots, for extra outfield spots. Um, there's going to be some injuries next year because, quite honestly, Todd, we got pretty lucky this year with this team. With on the injury on the injury front compared to some other teams, so you got to have some organizational depth. I think they have it. Question is going to be which guys stay and which guys go via trade if they make a move uh, to. Uh, hey, you want to make a move to uh, you know get? Um... Oh my God! I was just about. To, I was thinking it in my head. <laughs> little stern, little stern show reference uh, from uh, yes. back back when they had fun on that show, but um, you know it's just. I don't know. I, I'm done with baseball for the year. I don't want people texting me, telling me, oh, you watching this game? No, I'm not watching. I'm done. I, I, and last night, I know you were not very chatty on the text, and I, I wasn't either. There wasn't much to be said. The executive producer was heavily popping off, but I, I just <laughs> I couldn't get I, I couldn't get negative. I just I didn't want to do it, and, you know. I get it. My yeah. current, I, just, I just couldn't do it, and, and to be honest, my current situation made it so I wasn't – that upset <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean world so, world traveler I, good for you i just i just you know I, I i just want to stay positive with this group and and i just have nothing but good thoughts going on that's all positivity positive thoughts no doubt about it and uh all right i i got nothing else i mean I'm pretty All much. Right, I got nothing else either. But, I mean, we got to thank we just, we got to throw some shout outs and thank yous out there though. No, for sure. I was I was going to start off and I'll let you finish, but thank you for being so good and such a great driver and being the best friend a guy could ask for. And this this thing, what people don't understand is that this bonds us together. This ties us together. This team, our ability to talk about it, the the laughs that you and I share. Uh, and the executive producer, for that matter, too. And it's such a pleasure to be able to do this for you, w- with you every week and for the listeners. And I thank you and the executive producer for all his help. And obviously, I'll let you do all the rest of the stuff. But you are truly an unbelievable pro. And I wouldn't do this with anyone else. I just wouldn't. You're the, you're the best. Well, no, it's the Dairy Brothers. Uh, uh, tri- uh, no, I said Tribecast. A Guardians cast for a reason. I mean, no better fan than you and uh, the, the 60 or 70 or 80 games that you go to every year and involving uh, your kids and taking the fam. And uh, it's 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 a labor of love, as, as our dad used to say. And it just sucks that it's over. But uh, love doing the show every week with you. Mon- you know, usually the Monday morning, 8.15 a.m. slot. Uh, how's the slot? And, uh, you know. And slot. <laughs> The report, but we've had, you know, like you said, the executive producer and all, all, all everybody that's a, a part of the team here, and uh, Craig and the folks, Joe, and the folks at WaitingForNextYear.com. Thanks to Dr. Ben Hornstein, Center for Advanced Dentistry. 
uh, for being with us. And, of course, uh, Jamie and the, the guys at uh, Harris and the guys at uh, Breaking Tea. If you go to BreakingTea.com slash dairy, you can still get gear. The new Oscar Gonzalez shirt is just sweet. The OG one called Game. Check it out. Get it now. Wear it during Christmas time. It's red, so you can look like uh, Santa Claus. But um, the stuff there is awesome. So just use our link, breakingtea.com slash dairy. But uh, it's it's been a great year. Friends of the pod like Zach Meisel, Andre, who does a, a you know fantastic job on the on the reporting for on, on the on the TV broadcast. Every everybody that uh, pays cousin Matt, everybody that listens, we appreciate it and. Uh, I don't know. Well, it is exciting next year. They'll be opening up in Seattle next year, Todd. Maybe we should make a road trip. Yeah. I know Cousin Matt will get us tickets if we want. He, he's, he's already put the us. invite out. He's already put the invite out. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, again, a real pleasure to do it. And uh, I love this team. Stay positive, people. Uh, we'll be back soon to talk more in-depth roster stuff when the mood strikes. But, uh, you know, we always got your back. And we always got this team's back. That's the bottom line. And shout out to our wives, by the way, for putting up with us doing this every week. <laughs> you know, they're, they're just our wives are the best. <laughs> so, and, 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 you know, just, just, you know, again, I come back to this. Positive thoughts, everyone. This is just the beginning. Just, just like uh, Austin had just said at the end of that Zach Meisel piece this morning that I read. This is just the beginning. Wait till you see the Guardians next year. All right, Todd, that'll do it for the Dairy Brothers Guardians Cats for the season. We will come back next week. Let's let's keep this going and uh, talk some roster moves and uh, uh, maybe tell some stupid jokes and uh, old movie lines or stern one-liners or whatever that we're doing. And uh, uh, you can you could drop more Jailbird Jimmy one-liners, but um, that'll do it for us. <laughs> Following the uh, ALDS, the Game 5 loss uh, to the Yankees, Guardians uh, finish the season, though, Pretty, pretty impressively, we are out of room and out of here. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.